there's so like in the cycling community, like the two big like cycling movies that people talk about is like like Breaking Away. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Same screenwriter. Yeah, have you seen that? Yes, I have. Okay. It's an Academy Award winning screenplay. Yeah, so, but then like but this, so much. Is, this is kind of like the black sheep of the you know because yeah, like, I feel like it's like six years later. They're like this guy wrote Breaking Away, write another bike movie. Welcome to the Let's Start Over podcast. Oh my god, we're recording now. Are we? Uh huh. Oh shit. Okay. This is episode five of our Cinamorous series. When you make updates based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you give love advice based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you devise sex acts based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you do a fourth thing, but I named all the things that's Cinemarous. Then Paul's Tinder too. What movie did we watch? It was your choice. What was it this time? We watched American Flyers. I never heard of American Flyers. What is it, 85, I think? 85, yeah. My mom loved Kevin Costner mm-hmm. at that time. Wouldn't say you're a Kevin Costner household growing up? Yeah. So I feel like I've seen the Costner joints. I've... I've looked at his IMDb and felt like I've seen all of these movies. It matter. So this one, but I ne- I'm not somehow not aware of this. Slipped through the cracks. Yeah, I, my eye just slipped through the cracks of Kevin Costner's bare ass. Well, you don't see his bare ass in this. Yeah, you do. You see the other he, guy's bare ass. He pulls it down. He pulls oh, down his pants when he's right. out biking. You, you see his you bare get a ass. You double in, dose of man butt. In this. Bare ass in Dances with Wolves, really? Academy Award winning film. You see his bare ass in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. I can't recall, but I'm sure you see his bare ass in Bull Durham. I don't think I've seen very many Kevin Costner films. Can you name any others besides this one? American Flyers is your only Costner. You only know Kevin Costner as no, the guy with the mustache from American must Flyers. There must be others. Well, I had never seen this, and I was just shocked. My mouth was just hanging open in shock for the entire movie because mm-hmm. it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's hilarious mm-hmm. and ridiculous and bad. Mm-hmm. The script is horrendous, um, but it's awesome. Horrendously great. It's <laughs> so funny, so perfectly that moment, and it's a tickles me to somehow find a movie that it was like I just didn't even know about. Yeah, I, I reckon all these people that are in it, and it's just good, how did I know? It's just good, clean fun. For people who haven't seen the film, Kevin Costner plays a doctor in like a sports performance science center where they go and they Mm -hmm. do like, you know, body metrics and electrodes and they train you and they're all saying like, oh, oh, you're not dead yet? Well, then you're not trying. Like, kill yourself on this. One of our favorite segments... Uh, our West Wing uh, alum mentioned. Is that an official segment on this show now? Well, it, it <laughs> might as well because every movie that I think almost well not quite every. You movie. brought up the West Wing in every episode at least once. Well, in this one, I don't know the actor's name, but Admiral Fitzwallis, um, who is the chairman of defense in the West Wing, is who he, was he? And he's like he's the. The dude, like the other uh, doctor that's like running the. Oh, okay. Wing. Oh, really? That yeah. he was on West Wing? The love interest, I can't remember the actress's name, that is a quote hippie. Then they meet at McDonald's and she brings it up five times that they met at McDonald's. Does she? Yeah, I swear. This movie had to have been 100% financed by 
It's a co-finance movie, I guarantee, by McDonald's, 7-Eleven, <laughs> and uh, what's there's another one in there? Well, you Coors? S- yeah, yeah, because like, they're in front of the brewery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At any rate, it's very funny. It's inspirational. If you haven't seen American Flyers, I highly it recommend out. it. I highly recommend it. I, I love, her, somebody I love her whole about. little, like, oh, like, if I hadn't waited... For my quarter pounder, we never would have met. <laughs> this is how tied to McDonald's it is. Oh, my God. And she's supposed to be a hippie. She's not going to be ordering a quarter pounder. The whole premise of the movie is that Kevin Costner and the other guy, whose name I can't remember, play brothers. Kevin Costner's supposed to be the older brother. He's yeah. got a career. He's a doctor. Yeah. He's got a mustache. He's got a goddamn mustache. He's got a mustache. And they're, he's constantly referring to his brother. He's infantilizing him. He call, he's like, he's a good kid. Like, yeah. the mom, they treat him like a child, even though we know he's, he like, sexually him Davey act- when he's like, it's yeah. David. Don't call yeah. him David. Yeah. And he, we know that he's, like, having a lot of sex and yeah. just living a freewheeling lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But he also plays, like, he acts like he's a child a little bit. Like, he's being played young. But even though him and Costner are the same age in reality, it's just very strange. But we're not necessarily here to break down the whole movie. We're here right. to break down love. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we, we urge you important. to see the movie. Yeah. yeah. But even if you haven't, maybe you can find some spokes of wisdom. That's right. On the bicycle wheel of love. That's right. Because we're quite this. bespoken in a roundabout sort of way. <laughs> Well, first things first, it's time to talk about our American Flyers dates. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it important that we at all speak about what happens in this movie in a little more detail, just in a roundabout way? Yeah. Uh, the film, like we said, is about two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Costner is a, f- a former competitive uh, bicyclist. That's right. The younger brother's a recreational bicyclist right. who just happens to be in excellent shape. And he rides around in a cowboy hat. Yes, he like. rides around in a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and they decide to, in a, as for a bonding experience, because they're estranged, yeah. to do this a race called, is it Hell of the West? I think it's Hell of the West. Hell yeah. of the West that goes through, I think it's Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think it's loosely based on some actual races that take place out there. Yeah, but it's just a, a tough endurance bicycle race like up and down mountains. Yeah, yeah, four big stages, mm-hmm. uh, multiple countries, but most notably Russia <laughs> are competing. <laughs> Bella! Yeah, so it's an inspirational story, biking, hell of the West, and that's setting the stage yeah. for these dates. Mm-hmm. So what kind of date or dates are you pitching this is something I – so I'm, I'm going to try to categorize this a little bit more because um, a lot of these I've never really spoken to like we're in the dating relationship. These go. You know, sure. Some of them might be first dates. Sure. Some might be – you know, but some like you might not want to do that on a first date, right? Yeah, yeah. So I want to be – you know, have a little more specificity um, for our audience. So um, I think uh, going to a McDonald's is a great first date. Fuck. <laughs> God. Yep. I agree. <laughs> As you'll soon find out. And, uh, you know, um, it's casual. Because the thing, here's the thing. Like, a lot of people say, oh, go get a meal together. Well, getting a meal together is awkward because you're trying to get to know each other, but you're also, like, putting food in your face. And it's just, but but in McDonald's, it's a casual environment. You yeah, know? it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> so throwing that on the, on okay. the, on the roster, okay. sort of like the first date sort of range. At some point, I think, uh, you know, going to a gym together. Mm. You know, getting your sweat on oh, a little that's, bit. Oh, that's tricky, though. You know? Don't, don't you think that's fraught? I think, yeah. I mean, maybe you like do a a fun like a jazzercise class together. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I wanted to be like, oh, like, do you want to just meet at the gym at noon? And then you're just like, I'm so I'm going to be over here. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. not a good situation. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, Chris. I think something where you're both engaged in it. Or maybe it's like, oh, hey, like, my gym has a racquetball court. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to reserve it for, you know, noon to one. Mm-hmm. You in? You know, that could be kind of a fun, fun thing. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, on the nose. But I think... Uh, I can certainly vouch for this. I think riding bikes together. That's a fun bicycle ride. That's a fun activity. But again, I think it's good to assess uh, how comfortable they are with that and and where you go, right? Like, you don't want to just, like, go off on some ride that's going to maybe be a little dicier or just, you know, make the other person uncomfortable if they're not at the same riding level you are, right? Um, So I think just uh, keep that in mind. Sure. You know? And then, uh, and then a single bus ride is that you can couple with any of those other things. Like, oh, let's 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 go ride and, to the McDonald's and eat French fries off of each other, right? At some point, you're gonna exchange T-shirts. Oh yeah, you know that's um, cute, which I like. Uh, it's you know sort of harkens back to. Uh, there's a scene in the film. There's a scene where the Davy f- exchanges T-shirts with the hippie girl because she she likes his shirt and she's mm-hmm. just like, oh, what is that saying? It's Latin, and he's like, oh, it means uh, what is it like? Get it up and keep it up. <laughs> I think that it was exactly what it meant. <laughs> and she's just yeah. like, she's like, oh, and she's like, where can I get one? And he's like, right here, and just busts off his t-shirt. Yeah, and then she busts off hers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then uh, and you're gonna do that, and I think that's probably gonna be a little bit later on, but maybe okay. like maybe the first night you sleep together. You know, oh, yeah. you just, I think that'd be kind of nice. Uh huh. You know, because that shows like you know, like it wasn't just about that one night. Because at some point, I'm gonna want my shirt back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like in the, without without just coming out yeah. and being like, hey, let's put a label on this. That's it's like you know? collateral. It's like when you leave your wallet somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of an, it's just a nice show of faith. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we'll be back. We'll be seeing each other again. <laughs> you know? It's nice. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's, that's what I okay. got, Chris. Okay. Well, we got one overlap here. Okay. Which means it's going to get our stamp of approval. <laughs> going to McDonald's. Mine, I I swore to not include bicycles in mine. Yeah, I know that is a little. I'm not. Ma- I'm I'm not mad that you did it. It's just I knew I thought you might, and mm-hmm. it's I'm trying to avoid it. Yeah, that's fair. But we're gonna we're not just going to go to McDonald's. We're going to hitchhike to McDonald's. Yeah, great. Get a couple quarter pounders. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to hitchhike to Seven Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're covering all of the product placement bases Great. in this movie. Then we're going to go to a roadway inn. Okay. And drink a Coors. <laughs> At the end of the day, we'll be in the lobby of the roadway inn. Okay. And the guy behind the counter will say, how many rooms you want? And then we will indicate whether or not we would like to hook up by holding up a single finger for one I, room. I like that exchange. Or two fingers for two rooms. Yeah. So my, my date's brief. There's not a lot there. I, I just felt like I, they the movie battered me and beat me down with product placement. So yeah. we're just going to go right. We're just going to hit them all. McDonald's, 7-Eleven, Coors, Roadway Inn. Great. Right, all the bike gear. Yeah, you could like clothes. Go to a bike yeah. shop together, mm-hmm. 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 and be berated by some bike snob. <laughs> I want to be... officially add that to my date. Yeah. Go to a bike shop and be berated by a bike snob. I used to be one of those people. You were a, a berater. Well, no, I worked at a bike shop. Oh, which one? Uh, Skagit Cycle in Burlington. You never berated anyone. I did not. No, but we also didn't work on commission. Or anything. So, like, I didn't, I had no incentive to, like, to sell anyone anything they didn't But you weren't, you didn't have a a highfalutin, holier-than-thou attitude? I don't feel like I did. Um, Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes, like, people would be like, oh, like, why aren't you selling enough? It's like, um, because I get paid $10 an hour and no, like, why would I, 
Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Well, those are our dates. Yeah. I don't think that's our best dates. But I this don't... was a hard one to come up with dates for. Yeah. I feel like this movie was like uh, just a long list of sex acts, but just like put into script format. Right. So the sex acts really jump out at you. So I've got a lot of those. But that's not what's next. What's mm-hmm. next is questions from our devoted followers. Oh. I think we just have one, though, right? Yeah, hot off the right. text press. Hot off the presses. Uh, so there, uh, this is from one of my female friends. So there is this guy I like. Maybe not like-like. And, and that is a relief and a problem at the same time. I am a chronic friend zone bro. Like I easily slip into friend zone or immediately get friend zoned. And I often kind of appreciate it because then the pressure is off and I can stop being awkward and nosy and obsessed and just be normal. (laughs) I get excited for new friends. I didn't notice him for a while. Then I was struck stupid and fascinated by his extreme hotness levels. Then we finally got to hang out a bit and I think I'm in friend love. My advice would be to decide what you want out of this person. Yeah, I think that's good. Because you either call. have to make a choice. Like, yeah. they're either going to be a friend, and it doesn't mean that dating someone means they're not a friend, but obviously it's different. So you have to choose what you want. I think, I think that- she's confused, too, because even in that last bit, she said she was struck by his extreme hotness, but right. she's only in friend love. Those two things don't seem, that does right. not seem right. right to me. I still think that the friend zone is not real. Yeah, right. I think it could be for a clueless man to put a woman in the friend zone and be like, what? Oh, that seems plausible. Mm -hmm. I think when a man says he's in the friend zone, it just means that she's being nice and he's (laughs) a desperate shit. (laughs) I don't respect it. I don't Mm -hmm. like hearing about the friend zone. Mm -hmm. But this, in this case, it seems valid. Right. Just hang in there. Hang in there. If he's hot and you're having in friend love, hang in there. Be in friend love. Um, I think we're about done with this. Yeah, I think so too. We're going to do our sex acts. Yeah. Um, for American Flyers. Yeah. Okay. By the way, this movie has a sex scene in it that takes place in a roadway inn yeah. with the television on. And on the TV is the national anthem and footage of a rocket ship That's right. launching. So I feel like this was a good one to do after... Uh, even though it's not right after Apollo 13, yeah. Paul, Apollo 13 is still pretty close in the rearview mirror. Still fresh here. In our, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't help but think of that launch music while he was getting it down. Yeah. Okay, do you want to go first or should I go first? I'll go first. That was another weird... Can I... Yeah. About the thing about what you said about making him seem younger than, you know, yeah. than he is. It's like that whole sex scene, like, I mean... Like you know that like that was not his first time, but it's almost as if it was. Yeah. So the beginning, the first thing we know about him in the movie is that mm-hmm. his mother is a casting agent. Yeah. And that he's receiving because he's her son. He's receiving headshots and offers for sex in the mail. And, like, boob shots. Yeah. Like, he's like getting headshots and erotic photos in the mail, and he's exasperated, just like oh. And his answering machine is women who he's full of women who he's slept with. <laughs> That are like, please just get me uh, an audition or something. (laughs) So he comes off as a player. It's like, oh, he's a player. And then immediately it's like, oh, he's just a kid. And when he has sex with um, the hippie, it's like he acts like it's his first time. He seems like he doesn't know what's going on at all. Well, I'm I'm going to hit you. um, I'm going to hit you with uh, Hell in the West. 
Uh, Hell in the West is when you climax so long before your partner that a thrilled crowd carries you away on their shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) It's a race to the finish. And your partner's like, well, oh, and now you're leaving? Great. Yeah, great. Yeah, you're just like, you want to come back here you and finish won. what you started. It was a race. It was a race, and it's over. Uh, that's amazing. This is just a little little reference to the movie, Chris. Uh, I'm calling the Fig Newton. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's a scene where, I can't remember, what is her name? The, the hippie girl. I don't remember she her said, name. She says, well, I'm a Fig Newton if, like, blah, 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 blah. So there's another product placement yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> So this one's called the Fig Newton, um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to like spice these up a little bit. Um, a couple of these are a little more of a more of a, a BDSM. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh, both partners engage in uh, BDSM Fig Newton role play, uh, where the Dom wears a Fig Newton suit. Uh, <laughs> What's and a Fig Newton suit? Like a cop? Like they're a giant Fig Newton yeah. cookie? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And then and then they're uh, you know having their way with uh, oh that's it the sub <laughs> the yeah sub. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with one without really any explanation Great. about what these things mean. Great. But it's called the Morgul Bismarck, and the Morgul Bismarck is actually a three phase act. Okay. The first phase is called the superior. The okay. second phase, the hump. Okay. The third phase, the wall. Okay, yeah. That's literally just the first leg of the Hell of the West race, as said in the movie. I didn't even add any sex to well, it. What is it called? The Morgul Bismarck. Really? Yeah. The, the guy's talking about it. The first leg of the race is the Morgul Bismarck, and then there's a graphic that says the superior, the hump, the wall. That's amazing. So I didn't even add anything to that one. I just restated a, a portion of the script. That's amazing. This one's called the Flat Tire. Uh, mid-intercourse, one lover goes completely limp and collapses on top of the other. <laughs> okay. That's it? That's, that's the flat okay. tire. Okay. Like flat okay. tire, okay. boom. Flat tire. Okay. Um, I've got one. The torture test, Ooh. which we've alluded to yeah. in the film. The torture test is when you masturbate in front of a crowd of sweaty onlookers <laughs> for 25 minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, this is called The Finish. Okay. Uh, right before one of the lovers reaches orgasm, they stop abruptly, pick their partner up, and carry them to another room <laughs> uh, where they resume the act and orgasm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Which alludes to, you know, when, uh, Obviously. when he's going to carry his bike across the finish The line. Cool Runnings. That's what happens in Cool Runnings, by the way. This movie precedes Cool Runnings, which actually happened. Oh, right. Car- that yeah. actually happens in That's Cool right. Runnings mm-hmm. and in real life. Uh, Finishing the race. I've got one called The Therapist's Friend. <laughs> and it's when you watch your partner rub down someone else's muscles yeah. while you masturbate. <laughs> Great. There's lots of masturbating in my hey, act. You know, it's just a fact of life. Uh, this one's called uh, the shake and break. <laughs> oh, uh, this, yet another great phrase from the yeah. movie that's an obvious candidate. Um, so uh, this is when uh, both partners uh, are naked and they, uh, <laughs> they, they're they both uh, somersaulting 
Oh. Uh, and w- one is chasing the other one around the house. In, but in, somersaulting? In naked somersaults. Both are somersaulting or just one is? Both are somers- somersaulting. <laughs> okay. yeah. Shake and break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've got one called The American Flyer. Yeah. Kind of a broad title there. Great. It's when you coerce your estranged brother into traveling to your home just so you can make him listen to you having sex. <laughs> That is a weird scene. <laughs> Very so- weird scene. It's like we haven't seen each other in forever, and Kevin Costner's like, love interest is like, we're going to fuck, and I'm going to make a lot of noise. <laughs> and he laughs, and she just stares. She's like, oh, no. He's serious. This is, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. What else do I have on here? Um, this one uh, It's another BDSM one. Okay. Throwing it. It's called The Fast Eddie. <laughs> Uh, where the dom chases the sub around the house, butting at their ankles like a dog. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I've got one more. Yeah. It's called the headshot. Great. Um, the headshot is when uh, one of the participants uh, tapes or glues an 8x10 glossy headshot yeah. to their ass and then just stands still while the other person looks on and masturbates. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> Are they looking at the picture? They're looking at the, the picture. Shot? They're oh, looking okay. at the headshot. I love it. I love this it. This happens in the movie minus the masturbating. <laughs> the other person looking at it. Um, we are look. The viewers of the film are looking right. at yeah, it. Yeah, and you don't know that I wasn't masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is called the fries with that question mark. <laughs> It's a question. This is is when you uh, sexually eat ketchup and french fries off of your lover's body. This is another thing that happens in the movie. I know. See, the McDonald's, the french fries, he drops the the french fry covered in ketchup onto, was it his thigh or her thigh? Her thigh. Her thigh. And they share a knowing glance where she's she's looking at him and with her eyes saying, you eat that fucking french fry right fucking now. And then, the, Kevin, yeah, and Kevin Costner and his lady friend are in the front seat. Like, they know what's going on. There's yeah. a moment of, like, looking in the mirror, like, oh, is he going to do it? And then he picks it up and eats it. And then I think he, like, fingers the ketchup off of her, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he, like, does a he big scoops. dab. Yeah. yeah, he does the dab of ketchup yeah. off the thigh. So, Hot. see, the sex moves write themselves for this movie. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. It's a sexually charged film, I would say. You know, I thought this movie was hilarious. I really enjoyed watching it. I don't feel like I brought my A game with the content here, though. To be honest, I think I think I feel good about it, Chris. I think you should feel good about it. You've had a lo- sounded like you had a long week. Don't make uh, it fucking excuses for me. <laughs> you know, it's always I'm like, upset and oh, so over. Oh, I could have gone to the Olympics, but my brother got sick. Oh, I could have <laughs> I could have written good stuff for this podcast, but I had a long week. It's always coulda, coulda, coulda. <laughs> Oh, we could have done this, but Dad died. How, it's always excuses. I'm tired of the, it. The, the familial tension in that movie. Did that work for you? Or no. Did it... <laughs> <laughs> no. And there's that bizarre dinner scene where he invites Jennifer Grey. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, you mean pre Ferris dirty sister? Di- no, dirty dancing. Okay. Jennifer Grey. Yeah. Uh, yes, Ferris Bueller's sister. And she shows up to dinner, and she's just like, oh, I love salad. Oh, tomatoes. And she mentions tomatoes for seemingly no reason, and there are no tomatoes on the plate. All you had to do is leave it at salad, and we're fine. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Okay. That whole scene is, is, is great. Yeah. Um, it, they're just like, oh, we need to have a fight. Uh, let's just get Yeah, like, let's <laughs> have a fight. No, come on, Davey. Let's have an argument right now. 
What a movie. <laughs> oh, and now you made her cry. Yeah, like, great. Yeah. So don't you make excuses for my performance on this podcast, yeah. okay? Yeah, I think you dropped the ball and so it's, do our listeners. <laughs> thank you. Um, all right. So great. the time has come for me to pick our next yeah, movie. Yeah, what is it? What is it going to be? We're going to be watching The Lost Boys. Okay. Have you seen The Lost Boys? I sure haven't. I haven't even seen The Found Children. I feel like we're st- we're stuck in the 80s right now. We we did Neverending Story was eighty four, eighty five. I think I think Lost Boys is like eighty seven. Yeah, so we're hanging out in the eighties. Yeah, and yeah, Ravenous and Apollo thirteen. Those are both nineties. Yeah, Godfather seventies. Yeah, so I think so Ravenous really is the most recent. The yeah, bit. yeah, Ravenous is the newest movie we've done. Great. All right, Lost Boys. See you next time. Okay. Shut the fuck up, Paul. I'm listening to the song.